All right, welcome back to Lindroth Hockey Podcast. It's a special day. It's a special episode. We're in partnership with Black and Gold Hockey Productions. Today, you're here with just the duo, <laughs> father and son, Joe Andrew and Jim Lindroth. Dad, how you doing? Doing great, Andrew. So this is going to be about Andrew and I. We're going to be selfish today. This is episode 100. Also, this is just about, almost to the day, our second anniversary of doing the podcast. So two years, a hundred episodes and a ton, a ton of guests. Yes. And lots of cool stories we've heard. Um, very, very cool moments and other crazy things that we'll talk about today that has uh, happened or things that we got to experience because of the podcast. Correct. So we're going to talk about our journey today real fast. Um, and we're going to get started. How did we start the podcast? How is it morphed into what it is? And um, many of you uh, are actually now watching this on YouTube that we're starting to do video per request of our listeners as well. So that's an added dimension. And for those on YouTube, you'll see that we're housed in my office at my university where I teach. So this is um, always in the office that we talk about. This is podcast. the office. So uh, we add video. But let's talk, Andrew, about the podcast and where we've come from, where we're going. Well, at first, you know, the reason why we even came up with this whole idea to not make a super long story boring or, you know, anything like that, but to make it short, I was uh, kind of like a freelance sports writer for Black and Gold uh, Productions, Black and Gold Hockey, and Black and Gold Podcasts. You check all those out, falls under that company, uh, Mark Allred Jr. And so I did that for about two years and, you know, a couple months before um, I was done with writing for the company, we decided to do podcasts because they had a podcast network that started. Mark has always started his podcast. It's been going on for a long time, the Black and Gold uh, podcast. So um, because of them, they gave us a platform and the idea. I was actually featured on um, one of the writers that was there at the time, Jack uh, Gotzel. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Shout out, Jack, if he's listening to this. Um, he had me on his podcast. And I had such a good time and called dad after and said, hey, we should start a podcast. We should talk Bruins. This is something that Mark has started on Black and Gold. And then we just started kind of talking Bruins hockey and stuff at first. And that's how it started. Yeah, we started by Andrew wanted to do it. He approached me. And of course, um, Andrew had graduated college and he's still in 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 town of where we are in uh, actually Tahlequah, Oklahoma. We say we're from Tulsa. I actually live in the Tulsa area, but Tahlequah is about an hour east of Tulsa. And that's where Andrew is in my university. So Andrew was... Uh, you know, owns his own uh, uh, company here in town. And we just decided this would be a great father and son thing to do. So I jumped on board, even though I didn't know what we were going to talk about. But yeah, we started talking about Bruin uh, news. Right. And then I would have like some sort of old Bruins history, uh, a Bruins history story or something like that. Right. Yeah. And so if you check out, you know, the first, I don't know what it is, 12, 13 episodes, that's kind of what it is, is a mixed match of that. Had no idea what we were doing. It's probably terrible. I haven't listened back to it, uh, but you can still hear some cool stories that my dad dug up from history stuff for the Bruins. Um, but today we are going to be talking about some other things. We do want to link up, though, Dad. We always get asked, how did this podcast go from what you guys were talking about? Just being a kind of Bruins news podcast. You suddenly you guys have your own shtick, your own thing and are having on guests. So dad, how, how did that come about? I don't really remember, Andrew. I think that we said, Hey, it would be cool if we get 
some hockey players on our podcast and we interview them and have them talk about their story. And because we are here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right. we go to the ECHL Tulsa Oiler games and we said, hey, it would be great if we could get one of those players. And I think that's how we started. Well, and I was about to say, I remember now we had started this October of 2020, like very early October. So right at the two year mark. And uh, I was for dad's birthday present that year. I was going to get a, a guest on. And it was I won't I won't say the player's name because he ended up bailing. Ignoring me. And that's right. Happening. I remember. So that. I was like, sorry, dad. But dad ended up getting on a former Tulsa Oilers player. If you look at her. uh guest history yeah ian kestrich was our first guest ever. episode number 13, 13 and ian had a great story of um sort of retiring a second time he was uh he has a great e-bug emergency backup goalie story uh where he had a resurgence right uh come back in his career um after not playing for a number of years he was called up here in tulsa as a emergency backup goalie and then actually got back into shape and made the team and had a successful run. That's episode 13. If you want to check out yep. Ian's story. So Ian was our first guest and he was important because um, he helped give us a little bit of confidence that we could get players on. And he's such a nice guy. We've had him on uh, at least another time, but he started to say, Hey guys, good luck with this thing. If I can help you in any way, by the way, with the Christian um, Hockey Federation, I know some players, and he referred us to Bobby Robbins, who's former who, Boston Bruin, who we're going to talk about, and also Gary Steffes. Right, and then it just started to snowball from there. Meaning, you know, we would uh, get contact information of these referrals, if we'll call them that, and then we had them on the show, and they refer others and others, and before you know it, you develop a good network of. Um, former hockey players, current hockey players. So uh, yeah, yeah that's how that's game. how we started, and we find our our little thing that we do by having hockey players, yep. and then it morphed into coaches, assistant coaches, GMs, owners. I mean, you name it. Have people on in the hockey world come on, regardless of what leagues that they play, um, and what countries that they may have played in. And share their love of hockey. And every one of our guests has a unique story. Right. That's what's the best thing about us. And has kept us going through episode 100. And if you notice, too, we do have kind of a thing or I guess a routine with our guests where, you know, we, we want to get their story. Like that said, we get anybody, as you can see, from a minor league pro overseas in America, coach, scout for whatever. We want to hear their story. And their connections, too, because it's a small hockey community. As we yes. realize, you'll realize the, the same uh, names that a lot of these players, coaches, scouts mention. Um, so we just started to do our thing. And we won't give away our trade secrets, but we do our research. We try and contact guests through various outlets and do these things. And we've just been very lucky to do what we do. And the whole point is to highlight their career. It's, it's about them. And uh, just to hear the stories from a different perspective and get and get a, a like a behind the scenes perspective. And our guests, if you aren't familiar with uh, all of or the variety of guests, I should say we have on we have on everybody, I think, who started playing in the NHL in 1966 mm -hmm. with Gary Unger, all the way to current players, which everybody knows. Right. Uh, but we've had on just old vets, vets current players you name it 
Well, today, um, you know, we had some people message us. They had some things that they had ideas for a hundredth episode thing. We talked to some of our um, loyal listeners. Well, we've got a couple things okay. to talk about. It's All mostly right. reminiscing. A lot of them wanted to hear stories and things from previous guests because we have so many new fans the past two or three months. We've actually correct almost really doubled our fan base. It's got kind of crazy. So, Dad, let's let's kind of shoot back and forth sure. here. Um, one of the first things we want to talk about is we're going to talk about guests we were most excited for to come on the show before that set interview or episode. So not this is my favorite guest. This was who were you most excited for before they came on when we got the news? Gotcha. I'll start. Okay, go ahead. Bobby Robbins, obviously. Yeah. I, I remember his story trying to crack the 2013 roster and did. And by the way, this is episode, I have our episode number. So if anybody's interested in go back. So this is episode 15. 15. And uh, yeah, just when we had a chance to get him on the show, it was kind of a dream come true for me. I looked up to him when I was younger because he is actually the oldest rookie, rookie to ever right? um, be in the NHL. So it was just very cool to hear that same underdog story, what, seven, eight years later as an adult on our podcast talking to him. Yeah, dream check it true. out. Episode 15. Who else? Um, another one, Mike McKee, um, yeah. who's Tulsa Oiler fan favorite, just because we've been watching the Oilers um, for years and one year we went to like 20 30 games together went to the playoffs that's when they went to their conference finals and so uh it was just really cool to have him on we were really excited to get mike on at least i was now, i was too he's a fan favorite like you said here in tulsa yeah and uh just a cool guy dad what about you you got one yeah i mean uh, why don't you go through yours because some of them might you know, overlap and I don't want to steal your thunder so another one is uh dad i don't know if you can look for this episode i mentioned the name Doug Smith, the real life Doug Glatt from the movie uh, Goon, um, yes. for obvious reasons. But as we heard um, from previous stories, listen to this real quick. I, of course, we watched the movie. We love the true story behind it. And when we were researching his actual career and finding out what he actually did apart from the movie, um, we found out from a previous guest at Bobby remember, Robbins. Was it Bobby Robbins? It was Bobby Robbins, I think. And uh, he had mentioned at one point the Bruins had hired a this big badass fighting coach, Boston police officer that was a their fighting coach for Providence and the Bruins, but never mentioned his name. He even said like I don't remember this guy, but he was crazy. He was good, and uh, we ended up stumbling on the fact. I think it was maybe when he said it on the show, or we found photos of it before. I can't remember but when we saw that. We got excited. And we're like. This was the guy, Bobby Robinson. He was the fight coach for the Bruins. That's right. So Doug Smith is episode 33. Mm. And uh, yeah, he goes through that whole story of the Bruins hiring him. And of course, um, his famous book. And like you said, the movies uh, that have come out, uh, Goon, right? Right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Doug Smith, who else was a favorite of yours? Of course, everybody knows this is my favorite. Anybody would be excited. A.J. Galante. Absolutely. Watched the the true story. Um, was it Crimes Untold on there? The Danbury Trashers. On uh, Netflix. He, he was awesome. This is The Sun. And, uh, of course, I don't really need to say much about it. Just go and listen to it. The crazy stories, the mafia connection stuff. What a blast. What a character. Right. And what I would recommend, if you haven't seen it, do – I hope it's still on netflix that's what we found it is it. yeah crimes and yeah. punishment uh was that just the title crimes and some yeah anyway look for it it's the danbury trashers and aj again was the 17 17 year old, year old GM. gm and when you watch that uh you'll love the movie documentary and then go to episode 52 and uh we follow up with aj and uh 
boy, what that was a fun, fun interview. Very, very fun. It happened in the early 2000s. I'm so surprised that you had never heard of that team, especially Danbury. I mean, that's near where you lived. So I'm just kind of. Well, I wasn't living there in 2000. So I didn't. Well, that's true. But just in general, surprise. But the last one that I had that was just specific was Fred Knipshear. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I just have a few signed cards by him and he was an old school Bruin. I don't think he was um, a super mainstay on the Bruins team, if I remember correctly, but you know, nonetheless, I was, I was excited. And he has a unique last name. That's how I remembered him growing up too. Right. So those, those are my five I wrote down, dad. You got any others to add? Excuse me. Yeah. So I don't like playing this game because then I always will remember after I have a little, make my list that I forgot about this person or that person. So I don't, Anyway, so Andrew's putting me on the spot. So a couple. Now, for me, these are going to be players that I grew up with, uh, that I've watched. So Brian Prop, yeah. which was big for us. And this was early on. This is episode 18, by wow. the way, Brian Prop, And, of course, he's a famous uh, Philadelphia Flyer. And, of course, he played with Minnesota and, and other teams as well. But he was uh, mainly a, a Philadelphia Flyer. Of course, the great Shane Corson with Montreal, Toronto. Yep. Um, I looked forward to him just because – uh, of the big bad Bruins of the 80s and the Montreal Canadian rivalry. Uh, he was knee deep in it. Theo Fleury was a yeah. great one for us. This is episode 60 for us. And we didn't think that we would catch him because he is a still a, a big name, but you got him mm-hmm. on the podcast. He was great, fantastic. Um, and listen, and his stories about the NHL. Uh, we're great. So- and this is a political free episode. I know a lot of people aren't fans of him now, but I promise you, if you just focus on the hockey aspect of his career, it's an excellent episode. A lot of great stories from a, honestly, a, what should be a hall of famer. Gary Younger, of course. Yeah. Who should be a hall of famer, by the way. Uh, yeah. So Gary Younger, you know, he's a famous St. Louis blues. And then he jumped around a couple of teams like Atlanta, the old Atlanta flames, uh, Edmonton Oilers, Things like that. So uh, Gary's great. And I really look forward to having him on just because I grew up with hockey cards of this guy. Um, you know, everybody knows Gary. Young. Not to and mention of course he's very famous here in Tulsa. Yeah. So check out it's episode uh, 70. Let me get we had him on. We had him uh, live, which was great. Right. He, he kind of comes to Tulsa often. Um, and he has a huge hole. You know, he was a. Uh, uh, coach here. I think he played here as well, but he was coach here. So it's episode 76 and 70, I think, uh, eight, I believe was his part two. And we did that live and in person and it was just fantastic. I mean, this guy knows everybody and, uh, we haven't, uh, we haven't hit him up for any references about, Hey, and, but he did offer some huge names to us. But uh, we were trying to be gracious and not be like, oh, yeah, who do you know? Who can you call? Right. Can you give us their phone number? Yeah. Um, he offered a few big names. We'll have to follow up with Gary. We've got to have Gary back on. Yeah, that'd be good, too. And, of course, David Ling for me, just because at the time um, <clears throat> when we did have David Ling, this is episode 24, so it was a long time ago. Yep. Um, former NHLer. Yep. AHLer. And I just thought it was, he's just such a tough guy and a great character. Right. I was looking forward to having him. Come and he on. played so, everywhere. And I know that there's like going to, there's others, but Andrew kind of forced me to pick like five off the top of my right. head. So there you go. So the next uh, topic we're going to talk about again, somebody else had mentioned that they really want to hear this. 
overall our favorite guests and interviews now dad looking back in hindsight so now you can just think back what ended up being our favorite guests or interviews not stories dad because actually after that we'll get to our favorite stories specifically but this is just our favorite (laughs) interviews or guests of all time you want to start you want me to start you start Okay, my first were a mix of two because, uh, as Dad mentioned earlier, it kind of came as a package deal. Gary Steffes, yep, and he re- referenced us to Garrett Gomez. I hope yeah. I'm saying that right. Gomez, yeah. Um, first of all, Gary Steffes, very, very motivational person. Even if you're not a religious person or anything, he still has a lot of great things to say that'll impact your life positively. And uh, it was just very admirable, admirable to listen to somebody that was just had such a positive outlook on life. Like I said, it gave us a connection to Garrett, and Garrett himself actually has a very inspirational story. Um, hopefully, I'm not getting it wrong. Again, it's been a while, but um, he had gotten the news what after sophomore year in college, he was unable to play hockey anymore due to was an illness or something. Garrett, you're talking about Garrett. Now. Garrett, yeah, I'm talking about Garrett. He couldn't play anymore due to something, illness, injury, but was still able to at least student coach and continue to um, live his passion through hockey and ministry work through FCA hockey and just very positive guy um, came to terms with what his health was and couldn't play, but still was able to do something he loves. And it's very admirable. Next guy, Andrew. Darren Banks. Yeah. Hilarious guy with tons of stories. I'm going to get to something about him later as well. Some of the other topics we have, Um, but his experience of fighting his way to the top to make it to the show, of course, him being a former Boston Bruin was a big deal. I didn't know about him before. Dad kind of remembered him from back in the day. He was pretty 80s. excited because yep. uh, he remembered him being pretty insane, just kind of a, a brawler on the ice. Um, and uh, the, another person I really, really enjoyed, I think his personality is wonderful, Shane Corson. I know yeah, people have he, their – He's so entertaining. Yes. Um, I don't know anybody that that really hates on on Shane, but I'm sure that there There, there are a lot are, of people. There are. Uh, but, you know, what a great guy. Uh, listen to uh, that. So Darren Banks is episode 19. Yep. And then, of course, we had on um, Shane on episode 20. So it was yeah. back to back. So that was a great two weeks for us. Yeah. And Who Shane just had some cool stuff. Next one, the last one that I had for just for this part, or I'm sorry, two more. Scott Burt. Birdie. Birdie. Um, Head coach. Yeah. Rapid City. And so it was funny because uh, this was the very first head coach of an actual pro team, an active pro head coach. I don't know if we had a former one before that that we had on the show, but he warned us ahead of time that he'd be at the rink getting ready for a game that day, but just to roll with it. But we didn't expect the hilarious behind the scenes that we'd get the entire time. So real quick, it was funny because if we had premiered the videos for episodes, this would have been one of the funniest ones, but we'll have to post his to YouTube because it started out in his locker room office. Right. Then he ended up walking through, you know, he, he's acting normal the whole time. Walking you know, we don't behind inter- the interrupt scenes, anything. into the equipment room and then into the uh, well, the actual arena where he sat down. Well, it's funny because you end up seeing at one point he's going by the locker room to get his players because they end up getting into the van. He's yelling at his players to shut up and turn the music right. down. Right. So after talking. the arena, he jumps into the to the bus with the players, driving back to the hotel. You see all the players in the background and they're quiet dead quiet and you could just tell like don't talk i'm on a podcast we watch him get out go to his hotel room unload everything come back out you are right we'll have to um i mean it was funny we'll have to post that to our new uh our newly formed youtube channel yeah and i want and i know one that both and i will have this is my last one dad justin hodgman yeah we had him on twice 
very kind, humbling, motivational individual played a huge part in the turning point of this podcast success as well. Um, as far as opening up a new fan base for us. Yes, um, over in the UK. Yep, yep, we followed him the entire season in the EIHL with Sheffield last season. And we did have him back at the show near the end of that season before his uh, announcing his official retirement on the podcast, too. Right. Which episodes was he on, Dad? So he was on uh, episode 39, and I didn't write down when we had him on the second time. So I don't It was kind of recently, though. But uh, yeah. yeah, Haji's a great guy. Um, absolutely. So uh, again, I'm going to try not to uh, to overlap too much. I did have Hodgman as one of mine, of course, Bobby Robbins. And I had Gary Steffes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I have to mention, we'll be talking about him a lot, our, our guest we have on all the time, Dave yeah. Capiano. Yes, yes. Shout out, Dave. So we'll have, you know, we, get, we can't miss Cappy. But here's one that's going to surprise you. Neil Eisenhut. Oh, really? Yeah. And the reason why Neil okay. pops up, so he's a former Vancouver Canuck. Yep. Uh, and he had a great Capuano story on there oh yes but yeah. the the one yeah. thing that was great is uh when we're dealing with hockey players my age 53 55 whatever early to mid 50s and on it's always uh a challenge to get them to use a computer zoom and i remember eisenhut who's a financial advisor right making big bucks as a financial stock guy uh, he was like, yeah, I'm not doing Zoom, but, uh, you know, let's do it via, via phone. And we did. Remember, we, we sat here in my office yes, and we did this. And he was uh, it was so surprising to me that um, I expected sort of, you know, he was being like, no, I'm not doing Zoom. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm only going to do it by phone. He wasn't mean or nasty, but I was like, boy, this is going to be a challenging episode for us. Right. It wasn't. He was he had such great stories and he's stuck in my mind. Still does. Wow. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, just a, a cool stories, cool guy, because I expected this was going to be a rough episode for us when I was trying to book it. Right. Because he was just so kind of hard to, he didn't really, you know, use old, that much old, technology. Old school guy. Old men trying to text. You guys all know they put K and OK. And it's just like, yeah, it's it's terrible. So it is what it is. Right. That old guy thing, you know. Moving on. So some of the the next topic, the this is our most requested one. Some of our favorite stories, specifically from our uh, from special guests that we've had on the show. All right, you want me to go first, please. All right, because I, I have Andrews written down, so I'll try not to. Uh, but if you want to tell the, too if much. you want to tell the first one too, right here, I think you, you might. Know, I'm going to go story. with the second one. Okay. So I think the one of the most entertaining stories oh, yeah. came uh, from Rory, yep. Rory Rollick, which I still think is one of the greatest hockey names um, in, in that we have And episode. I think it was in the eighties, 84. 84. So anyway, so Rory told us a story about his COVID experience. And at the time he was in Beijing, China, uh, coaching and doing whatever, running training camps for uh, Chinese hockey players. And he literally gets stuck in Beijing and kind of forgotten about by the Chinese government, locked in his room, you know, like showering with like a bag of cold water in a plastic bag. And he had to poke holes, like just survival, uh, like naked and afraid on the Discovery Channel stuff. Yeah, it was bad. And he wouldn't even tell us all the whole story because it was was just so dark. dark It was, you know, him trying to get food. But he, the way he tells it is awesome. So check out episode 84 with Rory talking about that. And, of course, he is uh, in Thailand. 
Yes, right now. Yep. Currently. And the COVID kind of hit there. Mm-hmm. He got out of Beijing, went there, and it didn't get much better for him. No, no, uh, it did not. So the poor guy's going through a rough batch, and uh, he blew out his ACL or something, right? Yeah, recently. Uh, but anyway, episode 84, if Rory's uh, listening, it was a great episode. Uh, go back and listen on entertainment value, just off the charts. Yeah. Um, here's another one of mine that's um, that we're going to overlap. Of course, AJ Galante, the Danbury Trashers. Yeah. Um, just a whole everything. Yeah. <laughs> and we won't go into it, but it's like, like you said, it's the mafia stuff uh, to the, the head trainer T-Bone, right? Oh, With yeah. all the stories. So again, you'd have to watch the Netflix documentary on the Danbury Trashers, then listen to our episode because we're trying to follow up from that. But that's just the, all the stories that he told in there from cash in bags of maybe they were they were in the locker room, you know, giving bonuses to players. My favorite is uh, driving the commissioner crazy. It yeah. was just my favorite is T-Bone just snorting cocaine before his seven, eight year old practices. And he's just smoking kids with body checks. And he's like, cocaine's one hell of a drug, baby. Apparently, he was truly an insane character in real life. Great story for me. Shane Corson uh, talking about his pregame brawl um, with Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, Shane is uh, episode early on for us, episode 20. And uh, so he talks about how he started that pregame brawl in the playoffs. Right. I forget. I want to say it was 86, 87-ish. Anyway. Uh, also, he told story about uh, two embarrassing stories, one on him and one on one of his players he played with. The one on him was on the bench in Montreal early on, and he wasn't getting the ice time from uh, Pat Burns, the head coach at the time of Montreal. So he was slamming doors and the coach told him, uh, you're done. Second period, right on the bench. Get off my bench. You're done. And uh, Larry Robinson the great Larry Robinson, uh, captain of the time of the Canadians, had to talk to Burns and say, give this kid another chance. And he did. And of course, Shane went on to have a wonderful career. And the story, I won't uh, elaborate too much on this, but he told us a funny story about uh, a goalie. And I don't remember his name and I wouldn't even mention it, but a goalie at the NHL um, had a stomach ache and had diarrhea and pooped himself and uh, had to leave the ice, and the and the coach was mad. The coach didn't care if he had pooped his pants or not. So it's a little potty humor there. But it's but hilarious. a great story about great how story. the poor goalie's like, hey, I need to go to the bathroom, guys, like now. And, and coach said, I don't care. And coach wouldn't let him, and he kind of pooped his pants a little bit. And I guess in between periods, he did what he had to do to clean up. But that was a great story. Uh, so anyway, I don't want to take up any more. Andrew, a couple yeah. of stories from you. Yeah, no, one of my favorite guests, crazy dude, but man, super entertaining. David Ling, again. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. This whole interview is another favorite of mine in general, but I want to save this for the story time section because we got a glimpse of how crazy playing pro hockey in Russia is. Yes. They get paid in all cash, right? That's that's Well, this deal. was back in the day. I think it's changed right, a little bit. Right. But his story, yeah. Dad, correct me if I'm wrong, please, because I could have mixed it up a little bit. When he would get paid, they would normally get paid in sometimes just bags of cash, quite literally like the mafia, right? bags of cash. And they had to basically, on their own, the team wouldn't help them. They had to hire their own hit yeah, gunmen, bodyguards, gunmen to basically yeah. 
have them go either transport their cash safely to a bank or most of the time they had to keep it in their to house or to the GM. And sometimes they would get robbed or, right. you know, they'd have to be careful and people would stalk them. But um, it was known for, you know, stuff like that to happen. And there'd be threats of gangs getting the gunfights mm-hmm. while driving, trying to run them off the road and stuff because they knew they had the players inside jobs. Pretty crazy. I heard it's insane. But it's funny because when you listen to David, he like laughs about it. It's like, you know, for how tough that guy is. I wonder if he was scared at all, but maybe he wasn't. The one thing great uh, I remember about David Ling is I think he still plays in play something. I do. In, in whatever, like, you know, old 50 year old league, but like for like, not like pickup hockey or, right. the, you know, uh, beer league hockey. Uh, but he lives on Prince Edward Island. Yeah. In Canada. And uh, he was late for our episode. And he said, guys, I'm going to be a little bit late. We're like, okay, you remember this? And he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I was helping my buddy on his lobster boat today. And we got in a little late. I mean, that's just, you know, David Ling is just a tough guy. Yeah. Still a tough guy and intimidating. <clears throat> he's the type of guy you look at him and you're like, you'd think he's a boxer. He just has that sort of yeah. MMA look to him. Yeah, he does. And uh, But the nicest guy and uh, yeah. Check great. it out. Great stories. Um Terry Virtue was a favorite of mine. Yeah. And I never realized, you know, because I'm younger, I don't know, you know, I'm learning a lot of the history, especially for Bruins history, though, because he played such a role for Providence back in the day. But his name has gotten shared more than any other former players' names when it comes to how much respect, the best leader, one of the best players to play with. Terry Virtue is mentioned all the time. Honestly, the whole time I was kind of intimidated by him. I was he's a kind of intimidating guy, but he was – incredibly nice obviously just a no-nonsense guy episode 21 yeah and of course um true legend i always think when i think of terry i think of two things i think of uh the ahl uh bruins providence bruins mm-hmm. championship one of the greatest i think ahl teams ever in in my opinion um and his stories about that championship run um and also it was um at my home, we sometimes we have to do our podcasts um, when we're not in my office here. And my home didn't have great internet. Yeah. So uh, Terry was one of the first ones that I, I had to, we had to do it separately. You're at home. I'm at home. Of course, he's at his home. And I remember it was in his living room when he was doing um, our podcast. But my video was kind of going in and out. And it was mm-hmm. very difficult to kind of communicate without... Andrew and I stepping on each other. I mean, this is early episode 21 for us. We're right. still trying to figure out, don't talk over each other. And there was some internet lag. So I remember that. And I would love to have Terry on again, which we probably should. Right. Just because now we have our stuff together. Right. And we act- I actually have uh, fast internet at my house now. I live in a very rural area outside of Tulsa. Yeah. Well, I feel like if we got a lot of these guys back on for a second interview, it would probably be even better now. So... But dad, moving on now. Yep. So we got some time left. Uh, another um, one that I wanted to add in because this is part of the experience and cool things that we get from this podcast. Yep. Guess that we met in person or became friends with because of it. Yeah, I want to start with off the bat that hockey is the greatest sport and hockey players and anybody in hockey, <clears throat> the hockey industry are the greatest people. And, and I'm sure there's the knuckleheads and people that might just be bad people that are in hockey but we haven't met them on the podcast no really haven't and everybody has been willing to come back on our show yep 
what help do you normally we get? Is there anything I can do for you guys? Please let me know. That's what we get from all of our guests. But you're right. There are guests that uh, we've gone on to be friends with, mm -hmm. uh, met in person and sort of, you know, uh, you know, we have their phone numbers and, you know, they text us, we text them. Right. And uh, it's sort of a cool, from a fan's perspective, this is great for us because we actually get professional hockey players or vets that are friends with us. So do you want to go through yeah. a list? Let's talk quickly about some of them. I mean, just the first one, obviously, that we talk about all the time. And again, a huge shout out to Dave Capuano. I yeah. mean, he's our number one most featured guest, and yep. it's just because it's so fun to talk to him. It's fun to get his uh, no nonsense insight on hockey. And, and he's got the on. he's got the Bostonian accent, which yeah. sometimes slips out of me. He likes yeah, my dad Dave, shit, which is funny. Yeah, and you know, Dave and I uh, text each other all the time, and 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 I would call Dave a a, a friend. We we talk uh, and text each other about many different things outside of hockey, whether it be investments or politics or whatever right uh so yeah that's been a, a great thing for me how about this one jeremy gates yeah we that was one of the ones fortunately we've been able to meet in person and uh he took the time to not only do the interview with us in general um but when we went to a tulsa game right. uh dad hit him up said hey we'll be coming to this game and after the after rapid city beat tulsa he came out of the yeah. locker room during the family skate time and he came out and came out and chatted with us for about 10 minutes took some pictures and he was a great guy great guy episode 40 oh. 46 and and big just, thanks to jeremy for hooking us up with and Je well Jer jeremy is assistant coach at rapid city you right. didn't mention that oh yeah my bad so he's not a player anymore he's assistant coach right and yeah and he said uh you know hey uh we said yeah it'd be great if you can uh hook us up with uh, another player or so forth he's like well what about our coach Scott Birdie, you got to get Birdie on. And of course, I, I think he was, when we talked to him on our podcast, uh, the coach was walking back and forth. Right. And so he's like, uh, yeah, let me ask him. Birdie, you want to go on? Oh, yeah, Birdie said he'll come on, which we we got Coach Bert on there later on, the head coach of Rapid City. Yeah. <laughs> so next, Andrew, who else we got? Um. Of course, Ian Kessrich, another yeah. guy that we've been fortunate enough to meet in person. Our second interview, whatever episode With that him. is, we yeah we did it live. Come out to a steakhouse and was able to record a little episode with him. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure we're going to run into Ian at a lot of Tulsa games and Tulsa yep. events. And he has his uh, hockey school that he runs here in Tulsa. And uh, did just, he did he hook us up with Gary Unger after that? Was that after that? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Ian did hook us up with Gary. Man, Ian's the goat right now, man. He's he's helped us out a lot. Great guy. Great Ian, guy. Ian Kessrich. Which, speaking of, Gary Unger, he's basically a friend of me. You texted him the other day. Yeah, yeah. We were at a game here in Tulsa preseason. Uh, Dallas, Dallas and, and Phoenix. Uh, and uh, Arizona, I, sent I, Gary, I sent Gary a picture of uh, his retired uh, number right. that's in the uh, BOK Center here in Tulsa. Yep. And, of course, uh, uh, I he didn't know that we were there and he didn't know. Um, I didn't know that he was there because I, I texted him not during the game, but after the game. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was there, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. And of course, you know, I played with Jim Neal, who's a GM of the Dallas Stars. He's like, yeah, I was hanging out in the locker room, you know. So it's like uh, maybe I should have called Gary before. But anyway, it's all right, though. Another Gary's, guy. Gary's fantastic because Gary, uh, he will text you, but um, he likes to call you. Yeah, I, I remember that. Most people, you know, we're living in a world of we just want to text. Old men, um, they don't know. How but to text. again, he's old school. So when I've uh, 
got his contact information from Ian with Gary's approval first. Um, yeah, Gary just called me. I remember I was getting my car serviced or something and he just called me and I was just like, ah, oh, Gary Unger. Yeah. You know, for me, that's a, it's like, it would be like me hooking up with a Boston Bruins legend, you know, right. which I'd love to, to get a Boston Bruin on our podcast. Anyway, next, Darren Banks, which um, he's not so friendly with me, but he's friendly with you, Andrew. Right. Yeah, last year for my birthday, I do a yearly thing now. I go to Vegas for my birthday and bring my close friends I lived with in college. Um, we went up there and I uh, basically hit him up. He works as like, uh, I forgot what it was. He's like a okay. part, like a- <clears throat> He's a guy when you're spending a lot of money and you got a group coming into his casino, casino hotel resort, uh, he takes care of them, whether it be getting them on golfing events, uh, taking them around town. Going Basically to make sure you have a good time taken care of. Yeah. Well, so. anyways, I, I messaged him and was like, hey, if you're around, I'd love to see you. Have a drink with you. I'm here for my birthday. He always said, hey, if you guys are in Vegas, yep. come down, see me. I hit him up and he took the time. He said, meet me at, I mean, I already, I'm terrible right now. I should have wrote down, forgot which casino he wanted me to meet him at, but it was on Fremont Street, beautiful place. <laughs> and I met him there at night. He was sitting there, first of all. Dude is huge. There's a picture of us. I, I actually have never uploaded. I need to upload that this year um, for everybody to see. But um, I look tiny compared to him. Super nice guy. Um, I even said hi to former Bruin Shane Knighty real quick. Um, that was down there. There's a couple of other ESPN commentators. And you pretty cool. And you hung up with him. Yeah, hung out. He bought you drinks. It was a great time. I bought a uh, Boston, or for my birthday, my friends bought me a Boston Bruins replica 2011 championship ring. <laughs> and I wore it out that night because, you know, when you're in Vegas, oh, hey, I'm a, I'm a former player, right? You say that to people, right? You're dumb. Well, I tried to do it with Darren. He laughed and took my ring off. And he goes, yeah, well, the guy behind you, Shane Knighty, he's like, he's got the real one. So that was pretty cool. Did, was, did the guy have it on? No, he didn't have it on. Oh. But that's when I said, hey, real quick. And that, the guy didn't have time to look at the ring, but he was giving me shit. Cool guy. Another one, though, my last one, Kevin Tanzi. He's a pro player right now. I believe this the season he's in Denmark. Um, played in the ECHL, I believe in the AHL as well. But um, we actually do business now together. I own and operate a medical marijuana dispenser here in, in Oklahoma, and he has a CBD company. Um, so we're now starting to do business. So I'm going to be getting his role on, um, which also that was kind of our next thing. We're plugging previous guests. So yeah. Impact CB, Impactive CBD, Kevin Tanzi. Yeah, and specifically for athletes. Yeah. So you, you want to check that out. Yeah, and just some other, uh, because we want to throw some love towards our, some of our former guests that mm -hmm. we did promote some of whatever their products or whatever. So remember, Brian Pop, uh, Brian Prop has the Gafog uh, cigars. Mm -hmm. Really good stuff. He has them custom made, I think, from the Dominican Republic. Uh, Freddie Knipshear. Got a CBD company. Yep, check out his CBD company as well. And we're waiting because we're going to have Bobby Robbins back, but Bobby's been working on his autobiography, which right. is, again, the uh, oldest rookie ever in the NHL with the Boston Bruins, big tough guy, yep. uh, and also his spiritual journey uh, with him, um, you know, finding Christ. And uh, I can't wait to read this. I know he's been, uh, last time I talked to him, he was writing that. Right. So we look forward to that as well. Let's talk about, and you'd mentioned it, the Justin Hodgman interview. So Haji, uh, you know, played a little bit in the NHL with Arizona, a lot of AHL. And then he went over to the Sheffield Steelers, which you might have noticed we're having a lot of UKEIHL podcasts, mm -hmm. players, coaches, news, breakdowns. So 
Justin, uh, we'll call it Haji. Haji came on our podcast, was fantastic. Right. Came on a second time too. Anyway, he opened up a new chapter for the Lindroth Hockey Podcast because Sheffield Steeler fans jumped on board because he had shared our social media, the uh, podcast, and just opened the doors for us with the UK hockey listeners, which we want to say, obviously, hello to our UK hockey listeners there. I think we might have more people that follow our podcast in the UK than we do Canada. Oh, easily. Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, so big shout out, uh, big shout out to the uh, UK fans. And uh, if again, we we follow and we'll continue to follow and have a lot of guests from the um, British Elite League. Yes. And uh, if you don't, if you're interested in that or your UK listener, check out all of our episodes. We do some breakdowns of uh, Belfast. Uh, uh, we didn't do five. Glasgow Clean. Glasgow. And, uh, of course, uh, Sheffield Steelers. Sheffield Steelers. But shout out to all of our players. Sean Booten. Yep. Uh, Sullivan. David Lane. Donnie yeah, and Panthers, of course. Um, and, of course, just want to wrap it up real quick. Um, we do have T-shirts. It's available on our website, yeah. LindrothHockeyPodcast.com. We've got our link tree. We've got... Now, like Dad mentioned, YouTube channel. So now this is going to be recorded um, with our video as well as we're going to continue just doing audio. So um, definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to be uploading basically all of our old episodes, at least all the ones that we can get on YouTube. Are we going to be able to get all of them? Or are they released um, after a certain amount of time, you said? We have at least the audio. So we never intended to be on YouTube mm -hmm. just because we didn't think we would be able to have the time to uh, post videos and have all these social media. So, um, but now obviously we kind of change our video setup and uh, we're going to get better at it. Um, we just have our uh, one microphone. We're going to uh, try to have a better quality audio and video as we move forward, which we should now talk about where are we going here in the future? And for Andrew and I, we didn't even know if we would, make it to year one let alone year two and beyond and um it's uh we're on instagram <clears throat> we not on facebook but um i post mine out of my personal ones and i try to share that um with as many different groups that you know i find maybe interested in our podcast uh but twitter is our major thing and now is a big shift uh to try and include video uh, on on YouTube, yep. and it is taxing on us because this is just a uh, hobby project that we do. And sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's uh, the problem is is having all the guests and having um, the wonderful people follow us, subscribe to us. Um, it's kind of put the heat on us to do even better, right? But I think uh, so. Our our focus is again, um, we don't focus just on all star players. Um, or well-known players we do have them on if you look at our podcast but players from all over and uh, we're going to continue to bring you the hockey journeys of many different people uh, whether it be coaches gms um, and you know we've had them all on we've even had owners right the oshawa generals yep. of the ohl we've had on rocco yeah. so we're gonna continue to bring you uh, hockey stories direct from the uh, players and coaches themselves 
we do have a couple coming up. Uh, we do have um, another PHF, uh, women's pro player, Tori. Yep. She'll be coming up in episode 101. Don't forget also our previous episode, episode 99, right before this, Matt Turcott, who is who was a former QMJHL assistant coach, kind of bouncing between the leagues, but is yep. now head coach for the, uh, the AAA, the midgets for them, uh, for the Q. We also have Kevin Tanzi, who I mentioned. He'll be coming on the show, uh, and we'll be talking about his – uh, CBD company and things like that will be a part two with him. And then we're, I didn't want to mention the name because we're, we're attempting to nail it on because it's been kind of hard to book with it because their timing hasn't been good. But Anthony Stella, who's St. John's Sea Dogs, QMJHL, he's the assistant GM. Um, so yeah. it'll be good to get him on, but we're going to be looking to book more guests. Yeah. In fact, Kyle Rhodes, former Tulsa, I think he's in Wichita in the East Coast League. We're going to have him, oh, gonna him, have on. him on. I just got to line things up. So a lot of others. We're going to try to get some um, NHL players yep. or former players on here as well. So a lot going on. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been fun. Uh, we're excited and we appreciate all the new supporters reaching a two-year milestone. Father and son duo and podcast be able to do this yep. and to reach episode 100. So we hope everybody enjoyed it. Check out all those previous episodes and stories. Let us know which ones were your favorite ones. If you got a guess you think we should get on the show, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll try to uh, include even more content when we can of covering. Uh, gosh, we cover so much. Uh, definitely the uh, East Coast, AHL, NHL, uh, UK hockey. Let us know. So uh, thank you for hanging in with us, guys. Episode 100. It's a big deal for us. Yes, huge deal. And we will see you in episode 101. Thank you, guys.